And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's Expository Thursday. Expository Thursday as we work together to know the letter better into the book of Acts and into the narrative. We travel to understand what things the Lord requires of us as we learn to apply God's timeless truths in our lives. First, the Jewish leaders had enough of Saul. <laughs> These religious self-righteous leaders were opposed to uh, to he they were opposed to his faith, his philosophy, his authority, and here's how they responded to Saul because they were mad at Saul. Ready? They tried to kill him. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I just want you to catch this. Follow me. Okay? They sought to murder Saul. This is an act. We're going to get into this. When people don't line up and walk in lockstep, then the leadership paints these people as rebellious, seditious, anti-government, anti-authority monsters who need to be exterminated. That's precisely what the Nazis did to the Jews. Ask me all about it. I went through more intensive training on that than you could even dream of. The only question I'm asking is why does this all seem eerily familiar in our day and time than it was back then? And next, the apostles and the believers in Jerusalem were concerned about Saul, too. Did you know that? Talk about a man with nowhere to go. They thought he was pretending to be a Christian. Wow. Talk about a runaway imagination. Who would ever actually think that Satan would send people into a fellowship to pretend to be believers? You know who would think that? God, because he made reference to it in 1 John chapter 2, verse 19, when it says they went out from us, but they were not really of us. So they had a little bit of reason to be suspicious. But finally, here's something that will make you think twice. The apostles, the leaders of the church, uh, were wrong. And they acknowledged they were wrong. They didn't think Saul was legit. He was legit. Barnabas came to the rescue. He stood in the gap for the people of God. That's what made the, made the difference. We're going to talk about standing in the gap for the people of God. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Those are good things. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Yep, yep, yep. Personal revelations, spiritual observations. My life's insanity is an oive. So much more. Hey, 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 hey. We're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at he must increase .org. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 
Or you can call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. So, as you heard in the very first segment, which actually turned out to be a single segment, here we're going to have this opportunity to give you another introduction to Dynamic D. Before we do, I want you to know he's got a sound that we're using with him, and I haven't decided where to put it yet. Just so you can know, so everybody just relax. I'm still thinking it through because when you talk to Dynamic D, this is something that you will know about him. You will know. Will you look at me? <laughs> I have the power. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> So we just got to come up with the timing. Uh, Dynamic D. It's uh, D. Anthony. You're going to find out. You get a chance. You'll hear from him. He's a great guy. He's working it hard. He's learning. Working with me is really hard, uh, which is why all of you should be much more impressed with Noel than you are because being my wife, that's impressive. So let me just say that right now. Uh, and so when you when you get a chance to talk with him, and you will get that chance, it's really, it's quite the blessing. Like talking to this guy, it's like having your own city uh, be the restaurant that has the best dessert in the country. It's like, it's good stuff. It's like, okay, that's that's pretty solid right there. Here's what I want you to grasp and get. And wait, because I'm going to share a miracle with you. You're thinking, nah, watch this. I got all the witnesses right in the other room. Okay, watch this. If you've got a prayer request or if you've got a praise report, we want you to be able to access the show, okay, regardless. It's like, well, you got the fills. I don't have to do the fills. But the fills have been used by the Lord like a 100 times. We think that stuff's cool. But you can talk. I don't mind. I'll share the time. It's what we do. And if you've got something that's going on and you need prayer, and you're like, man, I need prayer, 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 prayer. Okay? Now, now we don't have people like, you know, can you give us money? We don't have any money. We ask for money all the time. In fact, I wish I had a billion dollars. I'd give it to everybody in need. Everybody knows that. But what we can do is pray and petition the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to help in every situation. And we can do that collectively as a group. Because my one ounce of faith and your one ounce of faith and this one ounce of faith and this one ounce of faith, then there's four ounces of faith. It's more. It's like, okay, that works. Additionally, you might have a praise report, something the Lord's brought you through, and you've learned. And you know what? You're thinking, I can't believe I, I got through this lesson. It took me five years, five minutes, 5,000 hours, whatever it is. And then you share that. You give glory unto the Lord, but you also bless your brothers and sisters. Background in denomination? I don't care. You really? Really? Twelve tribes, one Israel. Work with that. Remember, the body of Christ, many parts, one body. Okay, got it. That, that, that got it. It's not a problem. All you got to do is reach out to us. The way to do that, exactly what we told you, you can either call in 972-445-0770 or text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Listen to this. After we talked about that whole thing in the last segment, right? And Annika did a fantastic job. I don't know how else to say that. Just a wonderful job. She shared it was absolutely great, right? And then she shared, you know, the, like that one fill where somebody sent in a, a testimony and you shared that testimony, right? That played. I want Annika and everybody in the audience to know that was not planned. 
That fill was picked by Jennifer before the show started, before Annika called, before anybody had any notion that we were going to discuss any of that. That was already in place. I had nothing to do with it. I had nothing to do with Annika's call, nothing to do with that fill. Actually, a lot of things happen on this show I have nothing to do with, which is kind of nice. Uh, Bottom line is the Lord was like, hey, here's a testimony. And she shared, remember, you know, in that fill where you're, that lady's talking, you share about her testimony, and then that's the next thing that came up. That's the Lord. That's funny because Joshua and I had a talk today, and I said sometimes the Lord will show you something, and then he will give it, he'll say it a second time, and that's because in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established, so God has confirmed it twice. And it says, once the Lord has spoken, yea, twice have I heard. God continually affirms what he has to say. I just think that's just amazing. It's a miracle. I just want you guys to catch that. It's like, wow, that's a miracle. I love it. Okay. I do need to do (laughs) one trivia question somewhere. Okay, right here. Uh, What person said, the Lord forbid that I should stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed? Who said that? Who said? Who said that? Let's Let's get on it. Let's get on it. The Lord forbid that I should stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed. Who said that in the Old Testament? If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We do have somebody calling in. And, uh, boy, that's just so amazing. I just, you guys, I, Deb got it right away. And Deb got it right away. It's like that fill was totally by the Lord. We didn't do any about that. That was just like, wow. Uh, somebody ready to answer the trivia questions? All ready to go? Was that, was that? All right. Fire them all through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Fred. How you doing today, David? I'm doing fantastic, Fred. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, sir. Ah, uh, that's Good. I don't know if you heard that, Annika sharing that, and then the next thing, the Phil comes on, the very one she was talking about, is like, nobody planned that. It's like, that was just the grace of God. You know, just giving well, confirmation. You know, that's, that's the way God moves. Yes! Moves Amen, like brother. That. Just like that. Just like, look at this. Bing! I <laughs> <laughs> love it! All right, my I brother. Do too. All right. Yeah, you're, uh, now, how are you doing, by the way? How are things for you? <laughs> Sir, I'm doing fine. I praise God for all of his blessings. I am Macarios. I'm blessed and highly favored of God. Amen, brother. Amen. Anything we could be praying for, the audience could be praying for you about? You can always be praying for my loved ones that are not saved. God never saves any of us, but just us. Yes. It's about whoever is related to you and then the whole world. Yeah. So you need prayer for family. A lot of people in our in our audience need prayer for their families because they're believers, but the families aren't. And that makes for interesting holidays. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to pray for you and everybody else in that in a moment. But first, you got to answer the trivia question. I'm feeling pretty confident you will. The Who I said, mean, the Lord forbid I should stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed? In, in a time when the church world is just losing respect for men of God who, God forbid, have failed it is amazing to see someone like David, who respected Saul, even though Saul 
had failed God greatly. So he said that he would not do that to God's anointed. That's it. You got it right on there. You are just right on the tag. Exactly right. And that is amazing because even though Saul was, he was really bad. I mean, he was, it was, it, 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 I'm not sure he started that way. That's kind of how Solomon, Solomon started off great and then kind of like went, didn't last. Saul went after David and that's when it really became, and yet he still wouldn't do it. He still, even though he's coming after him, he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to raise my hand against God's anointing. Yep, exactly. That's a good idea for all of us to have now. Yeah, yeah. You'll be careful. You better be careful what you say. The Lord listens to every word. Hey, let me pray for you and your family as well as all the sure, other people. Sure. Let's do it real fast. Let's come before the Lord. Father, we come before you sure. right now. We thank you. We praise you for our brother Fred. We love him. We ask you to bless him and encourage him and fill his heart thank full you. of joy. And we ask you to reach to his family members and all yes. of our family members who are saying no, that you would yes. soften their hearts and reach in there and let these become kids. Let these people become kids of the kingdom to not not yes. know of you, but to know you. That yes. was what we pray, Lord, and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, David. Awesome, awesome prayer. All right, brother. I love I you. Love it. God bless you. All right. God bless you. God bless you. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Okay. Excellent job by our brother Fred. As everybody can tell, this show is following nothing normal, which I, I find to be uh, encouraging. Just in case you're wondering, you're probably sitting there wondering, well, is this okay? I don't know. <laughs> this is live radio. I don't know what we're doing. What are you doing, Dave? I have no idea. Here's what I do know and I want you to be aware of, so we'll do this. We'll do this little teach, so we'll break. Uh, we're going to just wait on the break. Just wait. I'll, I promise I'll tell you. Poor, poor, poor David. He's in the middle of this, and then you, it's just like. Hey, let the Lord move. Yeah, let the Lord move. Exactly. You know, it's, a, it's an old song, for those of you that don't know, from the 1970s about the Lord coming into the church and the whole churches. The whole song is, we can't have you do that because we have things set up. You know, it's just like <laughs> therein lies a big problem, right? Okay, let's get into this little Acts portion. We'll get into that. Um, we did the trivia. Let me teach a little bit on Acts, and then we'll uh, and then I'll uh, signal for what we're going to do next. So here I wanted you to become aware. This is Acts chapter 9, or I'm sorry, Acts, Acts chapter 10. Nope, Acts chapter 9. See, couldn't see that. Uh, and this is uh, right at verse 22. It says, Saul preaches, Saul's preaching became more and more powerful, and the Jews in Damascus, couldn't refute his proofs that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. Now listen to this. After a little while, the Jewish leaders decided to kill him. <laughs> if you read it and you just, if you stop reading the scripture, just like if you slow it down and process it, think of what's happening. Saul is uh, trying to eliminate the church. God intervenes. His life changes right okay forget forget the theologies god knocked him on off off his keister he's blind he's like okay i got work for you he's doing this work this is happening there's no denial that he's blind there's no denial of anything that's going on he's gonna do what's about to take place he's becoming a powerful preacher in the name of Jesus, for the, the, the principle of the gospel. It's fantastic. He's refuting the Jewish people. Uh, he's just going after it. And it says, after a while, the Jewish leaders decide to kill him. <laughs> we can't stop him. We can't shut this guy up. Ah, we have an idea. Let's take him out. And you're thinking, oh, nobody does that. 
you cannot be serious. That is exactly, and, and why I, I, I get on this and why I jump on this is because this is what happened to the Jewish people in Germany in, in great capacity. They just decided these people are not following. They're not doing what we want. We're going to take them out. And so what they did was they plotted and they, they accused. They did all of this stuff just so they can get rid of them. And it's like you have to think, wow, why is that in the Scripture? Perhaps it's somewhat— of a warning for Christians that at different periods of time, at different, uh, uh, let's say, epochs of time, in different seasons of time, there might be different levels of persecution. Here is a level of persecution that's taking place. They're trying to take this guy out just because he's proclaiming Jesus. It's not like he's burning anything down. He's not looting anything. He's not doing anything. He's proclaiming Jesus Christ. They want to kill him simply for his faith. Because his stand in faith is more durable than their position of their religion. What bothers me is how, how in many things this seems to emerge often in society. I know people are thinking, well, this only happened in Germany. That would be wrong. Germany was about the 10th or 12th time. Uh, then there's another time. That's, it's just like it just keeps happening. But you know what? Here's what we do, and we'll come back to this after we, we take a break. You keep preaching, and you keep honoring God, and you keep doing that which is right, laying up treasures in heaven where your citizenship is, even if they want to get rid of you. Mm, can't do that without God saying okie-dokie. That's how it goes, people. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? Do you think it's been, organizational leadership has been a good thing for church leaders? Well, I'll tell you what, it's a penetrating question. The answer is very simple. If used correctly to add value to people and serve others, it's a good thing. If used incorrectly, it's not a good thing. 
And, uh, you know, when people talk about everything rises and falls on leadership, I teach them often that it rises, but it also falls. And, and nothing is better than for people to have a good leader, and nothing's worse than for people to have a bad leader. And the to me, what what makes servant leadership work is this. Most leaders put themselves first before their people. And so it is a me uh, motivation as far as leading what's in it for me. Uh, I, I travel internationally with my uh, company, Equip, and, and uh, in fact, I'll, I'll leave Sunday for Guatemala. In fact, I'll be meeting next week with the president and the cabinet of Guatemala. And when I'm, when I'm with these leaders alone, David, alone, I mean, no, no handlers, no media, nothing, but just alone, the question I ask them, which is, I think, the true servant leadership question is, will the people be at, better off after you've served your term as a leader than they were before you got there? Wow. And, and I think that's – and when the answer is yes, you have been a good leader, it has been a good thing. Organizational leadership, good thing. When the answer is no, bad leader, bad thing. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Yeah, you know, we've been in Texas now five years. And so I feel like I want to get a bumper sticker that says, been here five years. I apologize for where I came from. <laughs> I don't think I can, but I think that's funny. Uh, okay, let's see if you guys can figure this out. Very Kings James-ish coming your direction, okay? Very Kings James-ish on this trivia question. Uh, so you got to tell me who this is. Who Who is this? Who said, have thou nothing to do with that just man? For I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. Who said that? Now, again, if you guys are aware from the linguistic point of view and from the Greek point of view, uh, that's probably not what. <laughs> probably didn't say it quite that way. Uh, we do have somebody calling in. We'll have them grab that, and then we'll look. But the reason I bring that up to you is because, you know, I know you think they did, but in the Greek language, they, they probably didn't talk that way. Uh, so the call-in number, as you guys know, 972-445-0770. Then as well, uh, 214-210-8483 for the uh, text. And then David, if you must increase, .org. And we will probably spare you. Oh, the jokes are really short. Uh, we're going to have to do DNA, but we do want to not leave the caller on hold the whole the, the, the time. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> okay. So let's send him on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. Will Rogers. Hey, Will Rogers. How are you, sir? I'm great. I hope you're more better. I am doing better and better and better every day. Thank you for asking, by the way. Thank you for, 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 for hoping I'm doing better. I appreciate that, by the way. <laughs> All right, my friend. Now, here is a classic question. I'm going to ask it to you in the King James so you can you can give me the answer in the King James, or just give me the answer. How uh, have nothing to do with that just man? For I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. Who said that? Well, that goes to show how a man ought to listen to his wife. <laughs> it was Pilate's wife. 
That is correct. That is correct, sir. Oh my goodness gracious, that is excellent. What a great line that was. Well, you you get the you get the absolute the absolute trophy on that one. That's exactly. You know what's so funny is last night. That's exactly what my wife said to me. <laughs> oh, I hope you listen. Oh, I, I like walking normal. Yeah, I listen. And I want my prayers answered. So, yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, Lord bless you, sir. All right. You too, my brother. God bless you. you precious brother. We appreciate you. Right. God bless. All right. Great job. We do have uh, we have quite the crew. All right. Uh, now, I, I know I need to do my teaching uh, so we'll do DNA, and then we'll do history, and then I'll do the jokes on the back end of everything. But let's do our DNA first because I do want to make sure that you guys uh, recognize DNA, and I, I'll encourage you until I can do no more, until I can say no more. Uh, DNA is the way that we should be operating. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Day- oh, you're singing it. I'm liking that. Daily. Now, listen, here's the thing. Daily. Now, I've checked. I did a double check, went to Webster's. If you look up the word daily, you find out it's every day. Okay. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. It doesn't matter what the world says. Who cares? They don't got a heaven to put you in. When you die, you're not going to world's heaven. Okay. Get it? All right. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means exactly what we were talking about, exactly what Attica brought up in the very beginning of our show, and that is that our concentration is towards others and about others and learning from others and growing in others and participating with others and knowing that that's what the father wants from his kids. Nothing makes me happier as a dad than having my children connect and having them and their children connect. I'm just like, yeah. It's like, you know, then I, I think of all the bad things that I did in life and all the stupid things that I did in life, and I think, yeah, I get a little pass. <laughs> I get a little bit of a pass, right? I mean, that's just real, okay? All right. All right, uh, we do have to continue our teaching, and I don't want you to, to, to mess up on this, or I don't want you to miss this, and it's kind of important. So we're going to probably extend this one out a little bit so we won't be breaking at the normal time since the normal break time's in 30 seconds. <laughs> we won't be breaking for probably five minutes or something like that. So let me get into this so you can see uh, what happens. This is, like, huge. Here is a significant moment, and I just want you to follow the sequence. It's important to understand it from a scriptural point of view. Acts chapter 9, so where this is after we just said the Jewish leaders decide to kill him. That was verse 23. Uh, Saul was told about their plot, and they were watching for him day and night at the city gate so they could murder him. So during the night, some of the other believers let him down in a large basket through an opening in the city wall. So they were watching the gates. In other words, the enemy was watching. And I want you to be aware from a spiritual point of view, this is not the content by which you would teach the scripture, but from the dynamic application principle, the DAP, you would say that the the teaching in that is for you and I to be aware that the enemy is watching at at our lives day and night trying to get to us 
If you think the enemy just every once in a while strolls into your home or strolls into your car or strolls into your life every one day out of 365, then he's got you snowed 364 of 365 days. He's always looking for an opening. He's looking for an opening to give any discredit that can be given. That's, that, that's what the enemy does. And yes, you think, well, are you talking about demons, Dave? I don't know. Do you think that the angels are, are ministers to the heirs of salvation, as it says in Scripture, which is us? Then if that's the case, then demons are in, going in the other direction. It's not complex. They're fallen angels that people are like, what is this? hey, they're on the other side. They're trying to hurt you. Get it? Okay, that's what you got to know. And they're looking for those openings. Now, here's what I want you to get, though. This is the this teaching is great. If I can not mess it up. Verse 26 in Acts 9. When Saul arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to meet with the believers, but they were afraid of him. They thought he was only pretending to be a believer. Then Barnabas brought him to the apostles and told them how Saul had seen the Lord on the way to Damascus. For all the things that you come up with and all the things that we say, I want you to understand that Barnabas wasn't connected to Saul because uh, there was some money involved or there was something else involved. Barnabas heard his testimony. He knew the testimony was genuine, and he stood in the gap for this guy. He went to the apostles. Now, remember, Barnabas has already thought of well, right? He's already got a reputation going. I mean, his name means son of encouragement. He finds the guy that nobody will talk to. A believer. It's not that people are like, well, it was because Paul was, you know, poor or Paul was this. Paul had a reputation for killing or jailing Christians. He had a conversion. People change. God comes into the picture. They have a change in their life. Barnabas went to bat for Saul. I just You just have to let that settle. Why is because after a falling out, Paul, Saul, who becomes Paul, goes to bat for Mark who abandoned them. It's just one of those things that one thing leads to another. There wasn't lost on Saul. Somebody stood up for him and said, hey, I've heard this guy's testimony. This guy's he's going through it, but he's standing in the faith. I, I'm going to vouch for him. I stand in the gap for him. I'm presenting him to you. I'm putting my reputation on Listen to what this guy's It's like, for what? He's not getting any money. For what? He's not getting, he's not getting anything. He was just willing to help, and he knew it was real. And the guy was going through, uh, you know, the fear of different people. And you can't blame the people for being afraid of this guy. But somebody stood up on his behalf. Okay, I'll just make it real simple, and then we'll exit. Would you stand up for Saul if you heard his testimony? Would you stand up for your brother? even though people think you're nuts. <laughs> That's what he did. That standing up helped form the church in doctrine. 
That's how important that was. It was critical. All right, what we're going to do is we're going to take our break and then come back so much more because this other part's unbelievable. Uh, we'll take our break here and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Can I blow your mind? You know, I did this with you before, but on a different text. I love this text. You will love this text because you and I are sci-fi people. You'll love this. I mean, this is one of those, oh, goodness gracious, that's so good. Uh, 1 Samuel 23, 10 through 12. 1 Samuel 23, 10 through 12. Okay, 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 okay. 1 Samuel 23, 10 through 12 says this, Then David said, O Lord God of Israel, your servant has heard for certain that Saul is seeking to come to destroy the city on my account. Will the men of Kela surrender me into his hand? Will Saul come down just as your servant has heard? O Lord God of Israel, I pray, tell your servant. And the Lord said, he will come down. Then David said, will the men surrender me and my men to the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, they will surrender you. I love this portion because people, we, we think in these boxes and we force God into our theology and say he must conform here, which is just insanity by itself. Here's a situation where David hears that Saul is coming down to try and get him. And he's asking, will the people of the city surrender me? I've helped them. I've defended them. I've given them some deliverance. Is, is Saul going to come in and change their mind and they're going to give me up? And the Lord says, yeah, that's going to happen. Now, if you read the rest of the passage in 1 Samuel 23, David leaves. So he is not surrendered to Saul by the men of the city. But what I want you to catch is this. God knew what the outcome was going to be if David stayed and what the outcome was going to be if David left. In other words, God knew the alternate universe or the alternate pathway that was taking place. We've talked about this before. It's one of those cool thoughts where we don't think of it in these terms. But remember, David says to God, hey, uh, are they going to give me up? And the Lord's like, yeah, they're going to give you up. That's what's going to happen. So you need to make a decision and go a different direction so we can have a different outcome. And it's like God knew what the outcome was if they gave him up, and God knew what the outcome was if he left. God knew what it would be if it went if he went left or right, if we went west, east, north, or south. God knew what the outcome was going to be no matter what, because God is omniscient. He knows all things, which means he knows every alternate route. Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. Welcome back. To the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. 
Perfect job, D. Perfect. That was perfect. See? All right. So uh, you guys are getting a chance to uh, get a little contact with Dynamic D. As time goes on, we'll have a chance to have to hear from him, and he will comment. He also has the authority to approve or disapprove of jokes. I'm not sure I like that I give people that authority, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Although he laughs more, so he'll like more of them. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, we'll do the jokes later on. We got to do our uh, trivia, and then we got to do our history, and then we got to go back to this one and probably the most important teaching. And I want to, I, I, I know I'm not doing the best job from an expository point of view, but I want you to catch the practicality of how this, what this means. I'm not laying this out in a perfect expository process. I'm laying this out in the how do we use this for our lives process. And wait till you see this next section. It's very, 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 very important. In the meantime, let's see if you can answer this trivia question. Who said this referring to uh, dedication prayer? But will God indeed dwell on earth? Behold, the heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain thee, how much less this house that I have builded. That's completely King James, by the way. Uh, so thus saith therefore. Uh, so the bottom line, who said, but will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, the heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain thee, how much less this house that I have builded. We will give jo Joanne and Cordelia the pow-pow. Perfect, because I can do it. Uh, they get the pow-pow on that one. Good job. Uh, by the way, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. It is here that we send you up to the website. And the reason that we send you up to the website is uh, there's all these different reasons. You know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the, the prayer and praise reports are there. If you want to put a praise report up there, you can. And I would be glad to read it for you, just like Annika was uh, mentioning. You don't have to uh, do it directly on the air. Or you can, either way. We're totally copacetic. And then for those that have sent me some uh, voicemails and emails, it's just a tough week on getting back to people. So I think everybody can kind of understand that. I would hope so. Uh, and then uh, the last thing is money. So let me say it the way that I love to say it. Money, 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 money. See, I think that's rather funny. I, I don't know what it is. It's just like money, 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 money. If you can give, great. If not, we understand. But we'd love you to be able to. But if you can't, you got to pray for us. Otherwise, I'm going to cry, and then you'll have to pay for my tissues. Please go to he must increase prayer request. .org. He must increase .org. Praise report. Emosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Emosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. The montages are great. I can't do anything about that. And then don't worry about the timing on that. We just, that's what you do. You mess it. That's the best part of learning. <laughs> that's why it's live radio. This is why I won't do, I just, I would never edit that out in a million years. Why? It's live. That's the fun of it. That's where the excitement comes in. All right, back to the trivia question. What was the trivia question? No. Uh, who said, now this is somebody dedicating a temple. Okay. And that dedication, they pray this prayer, okay? And so the person says, 
but will God indeed? I'll do it the way that it probably was because it was in a, in a kind of an amplified situation. Uh, but will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, the heaven of heavens cannot contain thee. How much less this house that I have builded? Okay. If you think you know who said that, 972-445-0770. Though he probably didn't sound like that. Uh, 214-210-8483 is the text Rooney and then David at he must increase.org. That would be uh, the email. In the meantime, let's do our hiss tori Let's go All right, now, Dynamic D, you do not have to respond to this, or you can. On, you know, it's kind of up to you. I kind of leave that into the hands of the person running the show. So today is Mad Hatter Day. I don't have a lot to say. I don't wear hats. So <laughs> I think that's from the the Mad Hatter from the what Alice in Wonderland kind of thingy. I think the Mad Hat. Okay, I don't know. It's Come and Take It Day, if you want to know. Uh, come and Take It, famous American uh, phrase since the American Revolution in 1778. It was actually Colonel McIntosh who told the British commander Fuser, uh, who said to surrender, uh, and he knew he was going to lose and die. He said, well, come and take it. It's like, wow. Uh, today is Garlic Lover's Day. I do confess I like garlic, but I'm not an individual. Gar- I like, like garlic toast. And then, do they like garlic toast? What about garlic pizza? Do you like, what is garlic what? Garlic and cheese pizza. Oh, see? Now, see, I love that. Thank you. Okay. I do. I love that. And then I love, like, uh, the Parmesan, chicken Parmesan with a little extra garlic. And then don't start talking about the garlic and shrimp scampi stuff, because then we're just in a whole other planet. I love that. All right. Uh, It's uh, 1857 of this day. American Chess Association is organized. I'm not even sure how to respond to that. 1889, Thomas Edison shows his first motion picture. I wonder if they had popcorn. Uh, 1962, James Bond, Dr. No came out on this day, and that's all you need to know about history. Okay? There you go. All right. Last, I'm uh, just going to do this one little bit. You know, we're off on time. We've been having fun. The bottom line on the trivia question, who dedicating uh, the building said, but will God indeed dwell on earth? Behold the heaven of heavens. Uh, cannot contain thee, how much less this house that I have builded. Who said that? If you think you know, 972 445 414 text or david at is the email. This is like the most important part of what I'm going to teach. It doesn't mean that it's the best. I just think it's the most important. It might not be the most important to you. It's just the most important to me. Maybe I should say it that way. Here is something I'm going to re-institute uh, so that you can understand what was going on at the time. So when Saul arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to meet with the believers, but they were all afraid of him. They thought he was only pretending to be a believer. First of all, 1 John chapter 2, verse 9 mentions people like that. For those that don't know, in, in the church, the legitimate, born-again, Bible-believing church that is in China, the government— continually sends people into the churches to pretend to be believers to monitor the churches. That is not a, oh, that's a fairy tale. That is it is more factually documented than our historical documents for our country. 
So just, okay, let's just be aware. They have it on video. They have it on recording. They have it in every way, shape possible. That is happening right now in the church. And it happened 2,000 years ago. So it's nothing, it's not new. It's not a new thing. Well, this is new. This is news to me. They went out from us, but they were not really of us. What do you mean? What does that mean? They, they, they came in there. They checked it out. They came back and they reported. Okay, that's weird. Right. But the church should at least be aware of that. That's why I keep saying if the Lord ever revealed all the demons and all the angels in all the places at one time, there'd be a lot of people upset that there would be so many demonic powers in church gatherings. But that's besides the point. We'll just deal on another uh, level at another time. Saul arrives in Jerusalem, uh, meet with the believers. They were afraid of him, and they thought he was only pretending to be a believer. Then Barnabas brought him to the apostles and told them how Saul had seen uh, the Lord on the way. To Damascus, Barnabas also told them the Lord what the Lord had said to Saul and how he boldly preached in the name of Jesus. Verse 28, then the apostles accepted Saul. Now, do you see that? Then the apostles accepted Saul. After that, he was constantly with them in Jerusalem, preaching boldly in the name of the Lord. The apostles were as close to Jesus as we're going to get. <laughs> Just, I'm not saying that in the most rude way. And people are like, well, you think that there's uh, apostles now? Yes, but I don't think that those apostles are like the 12. I just think that's kind of bizarre because these guys hung out with Jesus so much so that they annoyed him. I mean, that was pretty, that's pretty good. Pretty good stuff right there. They get a special anointing for annoying. Here's uh, what I do think. What I think is that these apostles who were very powerful, very effective— were very unsure about Saul. Barnabas went to bat for them, and that was an important part of things, right? So then after Barnabas went to bat for them, bat for him, he testified how the Lord had uh, revealed himself. He basically, what, what Barnabas did was Barnabas shared, shared the miracles that happened to Saul with the apostles. That's If you're going to get it down to a kind of a break it down, it says, uh, it says this, Barnabas brought him to the apostles and told them how Saul had seen the Lord on the way to Damascus. Barnabas also told them that what the Lord had to say to Saul and how he would boldly preach in the name of Jesus. So Barnabas is telling the apostles the things that happened to Saul. Okay, can you follow that? Okay, let's say it again. Barnabas telling the apostles the things that happened to Saul. It's because of that shared testimony that the apostles accepted him, accepted Saul. They weren't too keen on him before, but then they'd somebody stand up on, on his behalf. There is an understanding that spiritual people and spiritual authorities are fantastic, but we are not flawless. Then when I say we, let me rephrase that. The best leaders that we have on the planet are great men and great women, but they are not flawless. And the pedestal worshiping that takes place in the church is a very dangerous place for the church to put themselves. I 
love that we've got as many teachers and encouragers and strengtheners that we have throughout the whole range. But if you think for one second those people don't struggle with sin, you've lost your mind. If you think these people don't have their moments, you've lost your mind. Okay, And I say that so that you can not put them on a pedestal and think, oh, but they never go through. Yes, they do. Of course they go through it. But their seasoned relationship with the Lord helps them endure and push past and keep going. They're not perfect. They're chosen. Do you see that difference? I mean, it's not perfect, but it's picked. It's like, cool. And the apostles are great. They're doing a great job. And we should, oh, it's they will. But I've heard people, and I'm not, I'm not going to say who, I'm not going to go, but when a leader falls... They're like, well, that invalidates everything they did. No, it doesn't. It does not invalidate everything they did. That's absurd, okay? That's not how it works. It doesn't invalidate. Oh, they were under the anointing, and 5,000 people gave their hearts to Jesus, and then that person went off, and then they committed adultery. That, that does not undo the 5,000 people that gave their hearts to Jesus Christ. That's crazy because then you believe it's people and not God. Don't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't do that. It's all God. And appreciate them. Hold them in high admiration, but don't put them on a pedestal because that's a bad worship. All right. All right. We'll take a break and then come back. You are uh, listening to the David Smoot Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. When I come back, I'll tell you the trivia answer. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time energy like so few can right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Oh no, it's not on his tail. It's on his face. I've ruined it. Oh no. Well, that's okay though. Somebody else will come along and get it right. 
Thanks for coming to my birthday party, Stewie. Oh, I wouldn't have missed it for anything. I've never been to a party before. Want to watch me blow out the candles? I would love to see that. And gosh, Bobby, I'd love to play with some of your birthday toys, but only after you've played with them and only if you say it's okay. It's incredible, and it's never been done before. And you can be the first person in your neighborhood to win. What is it? It's a contest. How do I play? It's simple, and there's three ways to win. You can go to Facebook, type in David Spoon Media. And on any Facebook post, type in the word Jesus in the comment section. And it's free. You can also send an email to davidspoonmedia at gmail.com and write the word Jesus in the subject line. Or you can go to YouTube and give a comment on any video. But you have to use the word Jesus. This is your chance to win, and it's free. What do I win? You can win 100 thank yous right on air. It's incredible. It's unbelievable. But it's only for a limited time. Enter now. Here's a taste. Thank you for listening to the David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. This KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where when I'm texting somebody, I can hardly spell. Hold on. <laughs> I'm so bad at some of this. Anyhow, we do have somebody that wants to answer the trivia question that I forgot to answer before because I got caught up in the teaching. What else is new? Uh, so let's have them come on. We'll have them answer the trivia question. Then I will offer another trivia question after that, and then we'll go from there. So let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is John. How Hi, are you? John. How are you? Oh, I'm okay. How are you doing all right? Oh, my goodness, brother. How are things going? How are things with the grandchildren? What's going on? Give us some updates. Well, uh, we kind of had a setback. Um, you know, for a while there, she was uh, cancer-free, and then my son was going to donate his bone, mar bone marrow. But then the time that she couldn't get any treatment, um, it came back. And so um, she's back on uh, chemo and uh, radiation. So... So, Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, so we need to pray. We need to pray for Noel and the family just to be supported in that. So, And, and how are you holding up in the process? Uh, not very well. <laughs> really, I'm, I, <clears throat> you know, just, uh, I'm just kind of shaken up about, you know, the setback because I thought things were going to go right. really well there. But um, just, um, well, that, you know, I'm hoping that things work out uh uh, in the long run. Uh, well, you know what? We're going to pray that way. We're going to pray and believe for that exactly. So I'll give you a chance just to answer the trivia, just to kind of close that out. So who was it who who said that about the the building? I know you know this. Uh, who 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 answered that? Uh, who 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 made that dedication statement? Who was it who said that? I believe it was Solomon. That is correct, sir. You are right. It was Solomon. But now let's do the exact same thing and petition for you, for the, for Nola, and for the family. 
okay? Because that's right, how we're going to close out the show. So let's do it together. Let's let's pray. All but right. everybody who's in the audience, please use your faith and stretch it this way, especially to be of encouraging nature. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you. We praise you. We worship you. We thank you for our brother John. We just what we're just doing is we're just asking you to bring, of course, healing into Nola's body. We're just not, we don't, we don't have, I don't have all the, the understanding of it, Lord. You understand it, and we are asking you to bring healing into her little body Please. while this process is going on. And I am asking you to encourage John. Don't, don't let the enemy take advantage. I know he's going to try and take advantage, John. We, we all have gone through it, Lord. But, Lord, let him, let him fix his sight on you. Let him fix his vision on you. And, Lord God, for their family that you would encourage them. And instead yeah. of a discouragement, there would be a sense of hope, a sense of a better tomorrow because you are a God of comfort and you are a God of hope. And we rely yeah. on you. Of yeah. course, we trust you. Of course, we surrender to you in those things. But we petition you specifically for healing for Nola and for encouragement for the family and for refreshment for John and for his faith. We just lift them up and we commit to praying for them and we ask you to bless them and thank you for them. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Amen. David. Thank Amen. you. Thank you. You keep us posted and we will keep praying for you, brother, because we want you to do well. We want Nola to be well. We want the family to be well. Thank you so much. You're more than welcome, my brother. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.